Genre. everybody, and welcome back to True Believers, the podcast where there's never enough said about the MCU. I am Ray Ruzzo, and I have with me Chris O'Connor. Got to have a montage! And Becca Raybergen. Yeah, montage! Heck yeah! We all love a good training montage here. And we got, like, a training montage, and we got a boat repair montage. That's true. Fantastic. So if you haven't guessed, we're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 5, Truth. Which I think it was a great nod to the 2003 Truth, Red, White, and Black, where Isaiah originated. And we got yep. some we got good some one. good Isaiah good in one. this episode. Oh, we got some great Isaiah in this episode. God, this I I was I was pleasantly surprised with how so there's very little like action action in this episode. Like we have the the bit at the very beginning, but then the mm-hmm. rest of it is all like. You know, it's what, all set up. Talky, talky, setty it's uppy. Good, but it's good. The thing is, I feel like this episode closed a lot of the emotional arcs, which mm-hmm. in yeah. a show that's so action driven, you need to do that in the penultimate episode, which is what WandaVision did too, really. They processed yeah. all her trauma in the second they to did, last episode. Did a couple of similar things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, it's it clearly set up for like the last emotional thing. We'll get to it later with Bucky. No super suit yet. <laughs> um, you know the the yeah the reveal of the thing at the end with Sam and and um and you know it it was just a really good penultimate episode for me. Yeah, they're getting ready for they're they're like get you guys gird your loins because here comes the uh fifty sixty million dollar final episode battle <laughs> where we put the superheroes back in New York. Yes. John Walker is freaking out. Yeah, yeah. I assume he ran directly from the plot. Like, he's like, oh, shit, I've just been recorded. And this has gone up on the internet and just ran yep. from there. Yeah. In and out, he's, you know, yeah, rationalizing things to himself as far oh, as, Focus like, is pulling in and out. He's hearing Lamar. He was walking to me, like, he was walking, like, in that discordant, almost, like, drunk type of way. Yeah, yeah, he he was not good. <laughs> kind of bobbing. But as soon as Sam and Bucky come in, he's like the facade goes right back up. Time to go to or work. He tries. He tries yep. to put the facade right back up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It try. It, yeah. He's he's able to. Fo- he, it gives him something to focus on other than what he just did, um, and and that yeah. uh, that yeah. gives him some measure of control. I think for him. Like, there was so much in the fourth episode about, like, him, like, perceiving the things that he's done and, like, the trauma that he's, 
both like put onto other people and endured himself as far as like his three medals of honor and and like whether or not he should take the super soldier serum and i think all of that is just like continuing in after these actions with lamar hmm. yeah and and not for nothing that that shot of him like kneeling and have and the shield like right there like the the, the way it's framed that's really that's a good shot art when yeah. bucky and sam show up yeah it's some good art there were yeah. really good shots in this scene they kept like the the blood on the shield kind of in focus when they had like the other characters out of focus and like you could see like the the thing the dr- the drip getting longer and yeah but i think um when sam and bucky show up they they approach this absolutely the right way sam is whipping out his uh talking to veterans skills yeah. and just trying to like we need he- to we got to do this the right way. It's like, we can talk to people. You know, we can explain. We can, you know, we can figure this out. Just stick with us. Yeah, they'll take your your record into consideration. It was a heat of the moment, you know, heat of the battle. It's, you know, basically effectively a crime of passion. And then he says, give me the shields. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what this is about. Oh, oh, mm, now I'm indignant. Now I'm an indignant walker. Oh. You don't want to do this. God. Why are you making me do this? Those yeah. are the words of a man who's never been res- held responsible for anything. Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah. Be- I mean, he he really can't take responsibility. Like, that's a big part of it. And it's weird because he's or he's Captain America. Like, he has to be this good guy. He has to be the good guy, so everything else about him that is bad has to be coming from somewhere else. Why are you making me be a bad guy? This is your fault. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 someone who's never been held responsible for anything in their life, and that's you know. I wrote down that John Walker has. I wrote down that he has been given so much slack that he is finally hanging himself with it. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, yeah. And yet, and yet, and, and yes. yet. Um I love this fight scene. It is it's so, so good. good. Um it's brutal. Rough when stuff. when he tears the wings off of Falcon, I like I had the same reaction that I did when it happened in Winter Soldier. It I'm hurt. like, "Oh my god, that must hurt so much." But it doesn't. <laughs> It hurts. Except it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. It's just his wings being removed from his from this object on his back. But it feels. But he so he he ripped. <sighs> yeah, he he ripped those things off like it was freaking tissue paper, and then he immediately oh, went for the tissue yeah. paper. It was it was more like ripping wings off of a turkey. Okay, but he he legitimately okay, he would have killed Sam the exact same way he killed yes, Nico. He Absolutely. went for that kill. He like, was he was about to kill him. It, it was very yeah. much he was he was going to kill him if he could. He would have killed him. He would have killed Bucky. And, yeah, you know, he would have rampage. He, he, he was Bucky. in rampage mode. Yeah, yeah. He, and and it's just one of those things. Is like okay, yeah, you you had your one murder. If you got these guys, then what are you going to do? I, I, I feel yeah. like it's interesting. Whatever. Not that that matters to his thought process. I feel like it's really interesting. Just like the visual of Sam literally prying the shield away from John so hard, the bloodied shield away from John that he broke his mm-hmm. arm in the process. Yeah. And nice. like nice break. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a uh 
snap goes the shield yeah, arm I, is what I wrote down. Yeah, I have I have like really flexible shoulders, so like a lot of uh, arm locks, like key and hammer locks, don't work very well when they're up mm-hmm. close the way most people do. But when you extend it out, like the way that, that his, arm bar, his, his, yeah. yeah, when you extend it out, like and and then the twist is is different, then it really oh. really hurts. So like yeah, I, that, I could feel, I could feel up. that break. It's like I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like. It's not good. Yeah. And then just like the beautiful yeah. team up move of Bucky swinging John into the sh- as Sam hits with the shield. That that wrestling uh, move? I uh, on, on the one hand, I kind of hate it. But on the other hand, it was a lot of fun. I know. I'm like, like anything pro wrestling just kind of gets me to go like, ugh. But it was really fun. It's teamwork. Slam! They're finally doing teamwork. Yeah, comic book like team up moves are very pro wrestling. Like, oh, ah, yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see the MCU do like a proper like fastball special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's gonna be great. Someday, so whoever um, whoever's gonna play Wolverine, whoever's gonna bl- play Colossus, I look forward to it, guys. Team ups. Yeah. Uh, then Bucky kind of gets his one moment with the shield. Like Bucky always gets that one moment with the shield. Yeah, he had yeah. he had two moments because the first one was yeah. where he caught yes. the shields, and then they started grappling over it. Yeah, and then at the but end, the glowing, of the, fight, the glowing yeah. light beaming down the on glow. him, oh. another arc shot. <laughs> oh, Ave Bucky! <laughs> ah, that was terrible. Cut that part out, Scott then, Corelli. Cut that part out. <laughs> and then he did kind of. It was. It was. Reminiscent to me of the moment that last moment in Civil War, but like not in the same like breaking, almost like breaking of the fellowship way. Mm. Uh, but you know, just like he drops the shield next to Sam and then yeah. he like leaves. Yeah, this is for you. It's not, yeah, mine. this, yeah. And then Sam picks it up, and this was so oh, I had tries to wipe away the blood. Oh. Sam, do you need some Lagos paper, Lagos brand paper towels for that? <laughs> well, no, because he didn't do it, it's not his fault, yeah. but it's an inconvenient spill. <laughs> that's true that's true that's true i like it although if you if if depending upon how much he wants to put things on himself none of this would have happened if he had just kept the shield for himself yes yeah, sam <laughs> but we have an entire scene at the end of this episode that proves that it's not his fault well no it's not his fault i mean none of this is his fault <laughs> it's, it's, but but if you, but anybody can you know with the right kind of personality can make something their own. they can say they can think that it's their fault. Yes, yeah. I don't think Sam. Oh, absolutely. Will. I don't think Sam. Will. He's he's pretty good. But I just think this is really interesting. It's like so. Sam definitely t- has taken a lot of guilt upon himself. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas John is refusing to take responsibility for anything. It's just a dichotomy in the characters. Very much so. Yeah, and like I think that the, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Um, part of this episode was for Bucky to learn why it was important for Sam to give the shield back. As and so for us to learn how why Sam gave why Sam felt it was necessary to do that. Um, and you know so Sam's secure in why he why he gave back the shield. Um, and but now he's finally realizing that. You know, it is a legacy and it is this an important thing that needs to, you know, it needs to have a good, the right person holding it if, or something like that. And John Walker is not the right person. <laughs> but um, it's it. I was just thinking that Sam could be right 
both times. He could be because it is fine to make a decision. You feel like it's the right decision. Mm-hmm. Learn and grow, and then go. You know what? Yeah, he's... this is better. This is a better decision at this time. And I think that is a a a lesson people should take to heart that we are allowed to change right. our minds and we are allowed to learn and grow. Yes, people are allowed allowed to learn to get past into- previous intolerances and be be more accepting. Okay. So speaking of not being accepting, uh now we know that the GRC is no, well, Sam's voiceover, he's saying that the GRC is conducting raids. I'm like great look guys. Um Carly's in the wind. And Torres is back. Yeah, Torres is back. Wee. I love him. I love his squishy little face. You got your sleeve back. <laughs> you, I love that. You got your sleeve back. <laughs> Good to know you survived. I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah. 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 But basically, they're at a hurry up and wait position right now. Um, yeah. Nothing to do until there's something to do. Yeah. And by the way, Sam, what happened to your wings? It, the I, the silence said it all. It's a very loud non-answer he got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did like that. Uh, you know, the wings and the shield are on the table at the same time, and Sam takes the shield and walks away. And uh, Tor- you know, it, tells Torres to keep them. Like, he tells yeah, Torres. Well, he's to like, keep you forgot them. the. He, well, Torres says you forgot the wings, and he's like, you keep them. <laughs> Falcon two point Please. Okay. MCU, if you're listening, please don't make him into a biological bird man with big no, birdie please, eyes. Please, Just don't. Please, don't ruin please, that please, face. No. Don't ruin it. Like, thank you for not making Sam actually be able to speak to birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine if Red Wing had just been a falcon and like and and like Carly had killed a bird. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It would have been like uh what the last I think the last three Assassin's Creed games have all had like bird companions. It would have been like killing one of them. <laughs> so now we head off to DC where yeah. John Walker is this basically getting a slap on the hand? I mean uh, I mean not so, for nothing, but not for nothing, but this senator's voice sounds very much like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> His voice is like really I'm like, wait, there's somebody trying to do a Biden impression? What now this is meant to be a panel for the GRC, right? Because that was like weren't No, it's for the no. US military. I remember... No. It's, no, this is the US military. US military. The GRC doesn't have authority to like dis, you know, to to discharge. Because I remember like in episode 2 he and Lamar specifically said like we're working under the ger- the direction there, of the GRC. You can you can work with the GRC. Like anybody in the military can work with other organizations, but those other organizations don't have the authority to say to discharge you honorably or okay. otherwise. Yeah. So this is in his, the senator who is also a member of the GRC and mm-hmm. in New York later we'll see is also a United States senator and presumably also sits on like uh, the um, couple of committees, the, the, the defense committee. Yeah, he sits on like yeah. the defense committee. And so, you know, he's leading the hearing and letting John know that, uh, you know, if not for your stellar, you know, the only thing keeping you out of prison is your stellar record. Uh, you will, you know, you have uh, no benefits, you know, so no retirement, no access to the VA, mm-hmm. no access to counseling, no access to anything, no payment of any kind, whatever retirement you had is gone. 
and you're stripped of all rank responsibilities, etc. And if you don't shut up about being Captain America, then we will send you to Leavenworth. We'll put you in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're you're getting off light, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And he walks out of there on his own. Before he walks out, so first he starts complaining that, oh, you're not letting me tell my side of the story. You're not listening to me. You know, it's not fair. I need, I deserve to be heard. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm pretty sure the video was good <laughs> enough. Like, that's clearly excessive force. You saw what you did. It's like, it doesn't really, yeah, it, it, at yeah. this point, it doesn't really matter. And also, this is a very public hearing about right. a very public matter. And it's very important that the United States government sends a clear public message that you fucked up. Yeah. So yep. they're not really interested in giving you a public hearing to say like, right. "Well, but this guy's friend killed my friend." And yeah, they're they're not going to it's not not even a motive, still murder. Yeah. yeah. I did I did appreciate some of the things that John was saying. Oh, absolutely. Um like I only did what you trained me to be. I live my life uh, by your mandates. I only ever did what yeah, you asked me. I actually train you to do that. They yeah. actually just they actually very clearly train you how to take prisoners. Yeah, they do. there's actually, there's like it's a actually whole very important rules of engagement yeah. sort of deal. As soon as someone surrenders, like you need to render aid basically. Yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah, international like you, rules for you that. Secure the, and it's very important that you do that because there you know, we need to set a as as the uh as Team America World Police <laughs> we have to set a good example, America. So that we, you know, so that we, yeah. so that we do have that moral authority to complain when our troops are he- taken and not right. treated according to the Geneva Convention. So when Captain America like ignores someone, surrenders, and like beheads him in front of everybody, yeah. that's a problem because American troops are going to start getting beheaded on the spot. Yeah, and like, a, he yeah. put he put other American troops in danger by doing this. Oh, hundred percent. So there is very like there is some real validity in how much trauma John has been through and how yeah. the military yeah. does not have a great track record with the mental health of their you know personnel. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah. But I would also like to take this moment to say Sam is a veteran too. He's been through the shit, and he's not killing people, John. He was flying around in nothing but those wings. A lot of veterans go through the shit, and they don't kill anybody. A lot of veterans go through the shit, and they kill themselves. And then some veterans go through the shit and kill other people. Which is which is a problem on all sides. We need better. The shit the shit affects people in different ways. I remember um, watching the first season of The Punisher, and really, (gasps) oh god, that dealt a lot with veteran issues yeah um and that i remember that was incredibly powerful in in some aspects um but yeah so some of the things john says is are valid and but over but overall like he's out of turn like he's not this isn't the place for time and place and you are yeah i cannot do do go ahead Oh, the the best thing you could do as Captain America, you know, if you if you actually give a shit about being a good example and sort of upholding those values, is to take responsibility for what you did and say you're right and uh, mm-hmm. I was wrong and and just take it. But you're not, so you won't. Yeah. So I cannot take credit for this thought. I cannot take credit for this thought. It comes from Nikki Marina on TikTok. But as soon as he walks, 
as soon as he walks out of that hearing, the U.S. is just like, okay, can we can we finally go back to pretend? Like, can we can we finally stop pretending we actually liked Steve Rogers? Because ninety percent of the time he was going off doing his own thing, telling us to fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I don't think and- they were a fan. <laughs> No, so, they weren't. So so we follow Walker out into the hallway with his wife and, and they sit down on a bench and I, you know, as much as I dislike Walker in this moment, I was appreciating hearing her attempt to calm him down, right? Yeah. And talk him through what needs to be done. And then we yeah. hear the click clack yeah. of heels. Hi, Julia Louise Dreyfus. This was Hi. the Veep. <laughs> Veep herself. <laughs> yeah, so Veep showed up in yeah. purple. She was looking all hot in purple. She she cursed less, she you know, did. but but otherwise, you know, like very commanding presence. I love the way she like sort of wiggled in between them. I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> contest cont- Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. But you can call me Val. Also known in the comics as Madame Hydra. <laughs> so tell me more about Madame Hydra. Um. I actually don't pretty much evil like, female Nick Fury. I don't I mean for being Madame Hydra, she doesn't seem to have as much pull as say Viper. So she's clearly but... I mean based on the the interaction she has, it seems like she's a figure who has ins with government and, you know, has some some sketchy folks and, you know, the the second smartest thing you ever did was take the serum. The first is tied with marrying your lovely wife, and the first is answering the phone when I call you. And that is some excellent setup. <laughs> yeah, because you're because you are as I as I as I said previously, he is too toxic to be Captain America, but he is too valuable to let go and not have as an asset. Exactly. And now, and now that he's been stripped of all of his retirement benefits and he has no He's got income, nothing to lose. He has nothing he has nothing to lose and he's got and he's desperate. He's in a desperate position where he has no power and he has to do whatever is asked of him in order to get by. She's got him over a barrel. Also, oh my so- god, and her sunglasses <laughs> and her hoop earrings are amazing. The entire thing, like entire- <laughs> for a second, I'm for all a second. About I was like, yeah. "Oh man, they did that thing where it's like serious, and then they in- and then they put the comedy in there." And I was like, "No, I can't even be mad at this. It's too, it's too good." Like maybe this is something to like remove Scott. Uh, but have you ever seen that Amy Schumer skit with uh, with Julia Louis Dreyfus and uh, like Tina no, Fey? And th- it's about Julia Louis Dreyfus's uh, last fuckable day. And how, how as far as Hollywood <laughs> is concerned, she's no longer valuable because this today, on this day, <laughs> no one would possibly want to have sex with her. And, she, and then she rode off on a boat uh, after. I think after we having, may need to. Re- yeah, yeah, I think I think Amy Schumer may need to revisit that sketch. Yes, but it was it's a very funny <laughs> sketch. YouTube it. YouTube the uh, a, a, YouTube Julia Louis Dreyfus's last fuckable day on the Amy Schumer show. I've definitely heard of it. it I just haven't seen it. So there's that moment where when she leaves, she leaves her card and mm-hmm. John is like, uh, it's blank. It. And I'm like, <laughs> buddy, it's not blank. You just can't see what's on it. 
<laughs> There's probably some yeah. code or something. But again, like, I think we talked about this last week. You know, he's he maybe wasn't a covert. Yeah. You know, much with the covert which yeah. stuff. Is which is pretty funny. Like, you know, you could you could be in special forces and not be that covert, but you sh- if you're in special forces, you should at least know the people who are. Like I saw like in Mill Twitter, um, you know, people you know, people in the service who like in that bit where where uh like Zemo had the kids acting as his agents and then John Walker goes like what the hell is this like everybody who's sort of associated uh everybody on Twitter publicly that will say that they're associated with special forces is just like okay this guy hasn't been on that many missions <laughs> it's like <laughs> come on part of the the winning hearts and minds and gathering valuable intelligence is like you give the kids candy and you talk to them because they'll tell you anything <laughs> Yeah, you find fixers and and uh, other assets that you can, you know. Wait, come on, John. Use. Come on. But you know that might be part of that might be part of the whole uh, fact that John Walker has been protected and shielded from things that might not necessarily yeah. be. I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm really intrigued that she got introduced in the second to last episode. Like that's not normally a place for introduction. Could this? So again, I'm not super familiar with her. Mm-hmm. Um, because I might be convenient. I'm pretty sure I'm now um, mixing her up with Madame Mask. I did the same could thing. She at potentially first. be could could she potentially be a Hawkeye setup? I don't know. I I saw something online. Um, I didn't dig into it, but apparently mm-hmm. there was some speculation that she's in the Black Widow movie, and that they wanted to do the Black <gasps> Widow movie first. Um, because because she's in that, that they wanted her to be in that. They wanted that to come out first, but it just kind of didn't work out. And it's kind of like, well, we'll let her be in this and it's okay. And then there's, there's some speculation that she might be sort of like acting as like evil Nick Fury putting together the Thunderbolts. Interesting. Um, one of the other things that I was, that I, I, I enjoyed hearing because I think we all really knew this before. Was where she whispers to him, and don't worry about the shield. The government doesn't, doesn't belong really to the belong to them anyway. anyway. It's it's a legal gray area. Eh. They just don't like to talk about eh. it. And of course, because like it was made by Howard Stark, and it was given to someone who was like, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. So it was made. It by... was made. It was SSR. I suppose he was like. Well, SSR was a like a so SSR like Strategic Scientific Reserve is a Marvel fictitious like agency which is analogous for the actual um OSS operations of uh, secret service which kind of I like think. evolved which, into the CIA. Yeah, it evolved into the CIA and if I remember correctly it like it, OSS I think was an allied organization. It wasn't just like Great Britain and just America. I think OSS that was makes sense. multi-country because like the whole idea of like guerrilla warfare like special operations commandos was such a you need new to have as many thing. people in there it was yeah. such a new thing that nobody had like a real like handle on how to do it and what it was so i think oss and by uh relation ssr are both like multinational so it's possible that tony that that uh howard stark built the shield out of vibranium he got from ssr which means the vibranium could have come from any allied nation and not just the United States. So my dumbass actually wrote down Carly's crew, K-R-W-K-R-E-W, because I'm 12. <laughs> it's the Mortal Kombat way. Checking out the yeah. raided and empty GRC camp. 
I think we actually got names for the two other super soldier, the super serum takers that had been killed. Yeah. Which we didn't know at the time, but it was all over and Twitter. Then... And, 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 and it was all over Twitter in a way that was like, you guys should feel bad about not knowing Nico's name. And I was like, hmm. but they never said his name. Yeah, yeah, they never said his name. We're saying Damn his it. name now. I'm, I am sorry that I did not pay attention to the credits enough to see that Nico was in there, and I'm sorry that I did not immediately know that Nico was the name of the person who died in the last episode. <laughs> but the movement is ready. It is time. Okay, Carly, you've been saying that the whole the whole series, like. But I mean it this time. I'm going to have, we're going to have two more meetings and then it will really be time. <laughs> um, so now we go to Sokovia, which is, it's actually a beautiful monument. It's, it's it is a really gorgeous nice. monument. Right at the bank of a lake. Monument. Yeah. Well, the lake I is, wonder. is recent. <laughs> it is a recent lake. <laughs> I wonder what used to be there, guys. Uh, There's a lot of cliff oh, faces man. in there. Yeah, this is some new environment. Very interesting recent growth. Wow. <laughs> Ray, I'm, I was sorry to see the end of, of your enemies to... My ship. My hate to ship. Buddy's ship. I know. For um, now. For now. I, I, love, I loved, uh, yeah, I loved Zemo's line. He's as stubborn, he's as, stubborn as Steve Rogers before him, yeah. like sort of linking Sam and Steve together, like as the, as but you, the Bucky. same kind of guy. But you. That. So yeah, he's on his, like, Carly can't be redeemed. She, he, she's been radicalized beyond the point where she can be reached. Yeah. So the only thing you I can did. do is kill her. I did like the beginning, their beginning of the interaction where he's like, I've decided not to kill you. <laughs> And Bucky's like, yeah. Yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah, so we're going to do it our way. And then Bucky immediately pulls the gun up. And the thing is, the thing is, Zemo bought it. Zemo was really just like. He was into it, though. It was a good place to die. He gives a nod. Because he's still, he's still like, and we saw this at the end of Civil War, like, he wants to die. He wants to be with his he family wants, again. Yeah. Also, as far as he knows, he destroyed all of the serum. He's completed his mission. He's ready he to check yeah, out. He, he, yeah, he accomplished things. Yeah, as we saw in that episode, like, he has not been full of shit. You know, he's not secretly going to be like, aha, now I'm a super soldier. He's been, uh, <laughs> like, refreshingly yeah, honest. He's, he's, he's well, he's uh, well motivated and, uh, and, and driven to a purpose. And he feels as though he's accomplished a good part of that purpose. So, yeah. like, the bullet drop is beautiful, but completely yeah, unnecessary. But it's, it's, been, it's completely unnecessary, and it was all over the previews, like yeah. that yeah. same shot. And I'm just like, oh, I should have seen this coming because they've shown it to us so many times. You didn't, you see, didn't that see that coming? coming? <laughs> How Sokovian. <laughs> um... So, yeah, uh, I, took, then... I took the liberty of crossing out my name in your book. <laughs> Thanks, Zemo. Thanks. Yeah. How, how presumptuous of you. Yeah. I, I, so then the. And, uh, yeah, they'll take him to the raft. And I'm just like, that place is not unbreakoutable, guys. They, they yeah. literally proved this it's, at the end of Civil War. That's true, but you need to have outsiders who. You need to have a pack of superhuman outsiders who will break you out. Or Whereas. It, you know, it's going to be. 
it would be harder for him to break to break out of there than the prison he was just that in. That is correct. So it's a step up in that regard. It's a couple steps up because you know, yeah, like yeah. it's all alone in the water, in yep. the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And then I was like, "Hey, like, maybe you should stay out of Wakanda for a while." <laughs> and Steve and yeah. Bucky goes, "Hey," and then he give still asks for a favor. <laughs> I'm like, man, That's you are ballsy, man. But I guess you know you're never gonna get anything if you don't ask. Also, stowing Zemo on the raft is a convenient way to keep him on ice, if you will, <laughs> in case they want to use him in the future. Yes. Tuck him away for the uh, for like General Ross and friends. season two, mayhaps, mm. if there is one. Yeah, he's he's alive. He's there. He's useful. Anyways, this party. next scene with Sam going back to Baltimore is just chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. And there's so much. Yeah. Ugh. So he's walking down the street and he sees Eli playing Eli! basketball. And Eli's just like, what are you? Yeah, okay, you're fine. You can go see my grandfather. But I, I got my eyes on you. I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And just. So. It's so interesting because, you know, Isaiah doesn't, he's bitter. He doesn't want anything to do with the shield. And he keeps telling Sam, like, you know, you know why I don't want it. You know how. And Sam's like, yes, in the general sense of America is terrible to black people and has been terrible to black people forever. I want to know your story. Like, he wants to know what happened to him as an individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and one of the references that um, Eli or Isaiah makes uh, the Red Tails, the three thirty two Tuskegee um, Airmen squadron, which is the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, only to come home and have crosses burned on their yards, in their yards. Yeah. Um, and Sam's like, "I'm from New Orleans." <laughs> yes, I, he's like, I "Yeah, I I'm a, I'm aware." <laughs> It's like, I am a black man in America. I do know what that's like. What Isaiah keeps saying is like, you know, they've been chasing after that. Um, blonde God, hair. What was the, what was the no, phrase? Uh, the blonde-eyed, blue-eyed, great white hope. Ever since he took that serum. And then Sam very, very pointedly says, Steve did not put you in jail. Which is true. But... Yeah. All this other shit went down, and a lot of it started because Steve took the serum, and it worked. Yeah. So, now we finally get, like, the details of Isaiah's story, where he was experimented on, he was given a version of the serum and told it was a tetanus shot. Along with a lot of other black soldiers. They were each given a different version of it and Uh sent off on missions to see how it would work out. But this also just reminded me, speaking of Tuskegee, the Tuskegee syphilis study, um, which if um, anyone does not, anyone listening does not know, was uh, they told a bunch of poor black men they were going to get free health care and then just let people infected with syphilis not get treated and just watch for 40 years to see what happened to long term untreated syphilis. Uh, medical experimentation on black people in the United States has a long and morbid oh. history. Isaiah 
Yeah. Well, yeah, they started dying, and then, then some of them got kidnapped. Or not kidnapped, but taken, captured. Captured. They were captured in the, in, they were captured in the line of duty. They were in a POW camp. And Isaiah, and he heard them, he heard some of the brass talk about like, well, you know, do we try and rescue these guys? Do we leave them alone? Or is, or are we better off like blowing it up? Let's blow it up. You know, let's, let's, you know, we don't want whoever, whoever it was that held them uh, as POWs, the Viet Cong, Koreans, I don't know. Uh, we, sh- we don't want them to discover what's in those guys' blood. Let's just blow it up and make sure that there's uh, yep. no, no proof of what's going on. And then Isaiah decides to pull a Steve and he's like that, you know, screw you guys. I'm going to go out and rescue them. And instead of getting a slow walk with a he's Captain America, like we did in the first Avenger, he goes to jail for 30 years. Not only does he go to jail for 30 years, he gets experimented on and finds out that his wife was told he was dead and then his wife dies while he's in prison. And I'm just, mm-hmm. compare this, Isaiah literally stopping a war crime yeah, and, then, and going to jail for 30 years with John who committed a war crime and, and got an other than honorable discharge. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. They were worried my story might get out, so they erased me. But why should I be surprised they've been doing that for 500 years? They will never let a yeah. black man be Captain America, and no self-respecting black man would want to be. And I call bullshit. Yeah, that 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 bit where it's like, they'll never let him, when he says that, when he's like, they'll never let a black man be Captain America, like, I could kind of, like, see, because it cuts to Sam, and, like, the, that expression in his face was like, well, now I have to be. <laughs> That's where he's like, well, you may... It's my decision, not theirs. I have the shield. It's in my possession, and they can't legally tell me that I have to give it to them. And, you know, I, I, I you know, not obviously not being a black man myself, I kind of can't really put myself in the same headspace. But something about this kind of made me think of uh, conversation, you know, like conversations around, um, you know, the concept of a black man as president of the United States and mm-hmm. like growing up like some you know, there was a lot of uh, speculation that this is never going to happen, or if it does happen, it's so far away. And there is uh, a certain, like, sort of experience, and like like Isaiah's experience and other experience, real-world experience, that would kind of make somebody conclude that, you know, like, not only would they not let a black guy be president of the United States, but, like, you know, who would want to be? Like, you know, you, you really? You respect, you know, and, and, and I'm, well, I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, but it's possible that yeah. former President Barack Obama has had similar conversations and similar thoughts. Like, there is yeah. sort of like that. That I, Yeah. The, the closest analogous position to Captain America in the United States is President of the United States. One of the... So... One of the parts of this conversation that they have, Sam wants to make it public. He wants to say people, he says, people need to know about this. And Isaiah says, leave me dead. You know, my name buried. And that, to me, reminded me of, not like specifically, but kind of just in tone a little bit, reminded me of the exchange between T'Challa and Killmonger at the end of Black Panther. You know, when they come up and they're watching the sun, the sunset, he says, 
you know, bury me in the ocean, that bit. It didn't like, it just was like a vague, like, rem- like thing for me, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, his his bit where he's like, "All you know, if you make me public, they'll kill me within a day." I'm kind of no, like, "No, you're a little high profile once it's out in the public." If it, yeah, they would kill you if they'll kill you before it gets out. Yeah, absolutely. Or if if there if there's some chance they can yeah. keep the story quiet, if they find kill out you. that they want to go public. But if then it's but if race. Sam Wilson yeah. as as the Falcon, an Avenger who saved half the universe, gets on public television um, and says, "I'd like to tell you the story of Isaiah Bradley." They're not going to kill you. I no. I. But also at the same time, I understand Isaiah not wanting to yeah. have to relive and rehash. Yeah. It's like all what Bucky that. said. Leave him in. Leave yeah. him in his peace. He, you know, he's he's happy where he is. Well, yeah. he's as happy as he can be where he is. And putting him out in the public and making him deal with reporters and and. You know, uh, crocodile tear politicians and their apologies. He's not gonna. That's not gonna make him feel better. That's not gonna make his life better. Um, I guess maybe this is this this sort of aspect of the story is something for Eli to to take up later. Yeah, I just found the quote. <clears throat> so this is a a quote from Eli talking to Bucky following the death of Captain America. You know about my grandpa and what they did to him, and you know how this country has treated black people, like, a lot. And I don't know. I guess I set out to honor my grandpa, and then after I met Cap, your Cap, I stopped being angry so much. But now that he's dead, and the whole registration thing, because this was after Civil War, I don't know what it means anymore to be a black kid calling myself patriot, because I really don't, fe- I don't really feel like I love this country a lot of the time. I'm like clinging to every like Eli was in like three seconds in episode two, you know. Or, yeah, episode two and two seconds in this episode, and I'm like, I don't care. He is my precious baby. And we have Billy, and we have Cassie, and we're getting Katie, Katie yeah. Kate. So not for nothing. There's there was word uh, from the uh, Doctor Strange set that apparently they shot something outdoors, then it involved the kids from WandaVision. Anyway. And and you know we have we have a Kang the Conqueror. We also have America Chavez cast. Although I think they will probably shuffle her more towards champions than Young Avengers. Where is she going to be? I mean, where is she supposed to show up first? Ah, makes sense. And we have a Loki. We do. We do have a Loki. I don't know what he's going to do if he's going to kid Loki himself, but. And maybe, and maybe Tom Hiddleston will want a break for a little bit, and so they kid Loki it, and they lady Loki it, and they whatever. They could have yeah. eight legged horse Loki. They, they could. really could. Um, they could go full on Norse mythology Loki. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my son. So He's a horse with eight he legs. He concludes. So this conversation. This is my other son. He's a wolf. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Also, Hela is my daughter, but they made her my sister for some reason. <laughs> Whatever. Mythology is, is it's flexible. It's liquid. You can malleable, change it, whatever. Sam concludes this conversation with Isaiah by telling Sarah that he's coming home. Yeah. I'm coming home. And I love all of this. Like, so he goes home. He finds out that the family canceled about... Yeah, 
Nobody wants to buy it. It costs too much to fix. And then he said something else in Vietnamese. <laughs> Mr. Din said it was co- going to cost too much. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> she's like, I didn't want to tell you. You're looking all sad puppy dog in the rain. Oh. Uh, so Sam points out, like, Sarah is making food for kids whose families, like, aren't able to provide for them right now. Just like mom always did. And it it sinks in. It hits him. Like, my family, our family has done so much for so many people. It's time to call in some favors. And the thing is, everyone hears, like, oh, the Wilson family needs our help. We're happy to help. Let us know what you can do. Community montage. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, this is also legacy, and this is possibly a more important legacy than symbols, is the lives that you touch and the communities that you build. Yep. Guys get a new engine. Yeah. Yeah. Whole lot of stuff. Whole lot of stuff. stuff. Including a pallet of stuff that's too heavy for anyone to lift. How are we going to get this off the truck? Bucky! (laughs) Get a buck to move it off the truck. Yeah. Aww. Truck buck. Buck truck. And then he yeah. drops off. He's like, I'm just dropping off this mysterious briefcase yeah. for you. <laughs> From Wakanda. <laughs> I got a present. It's for very you. shiny. Yeah. It's very shiny. Fancy, fancy modern luggage. It hisses at me when I try to open it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't want me to. <laughs> um, and then a pipe starts hissing, and Bucky goes. Well, Sam goes to fix it, and then Bucky's like, no, 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 you gotta do it this way. I was like, eh, 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 stop. Why didn't you use the metal stop, arm? Stop, young man. Stop, young man in his 30s. Let the 100-year-old fix it. <laughs> uh, I know what I'm doing, you... Yeah, he says, like, why didn't you use the metal arm? Bucky's just like, well, I'm, I'm right-handed. I don't always think to use my the left one right away. And, like, I feel like that was a really important moment because, you know, Sam has only really known him as, like, Winter Soldier and beyond, that he's always, you know, metal arm man. And Bucky's yeah. just, this is just like a very human moment of just like, yeah, this is, I'm right handed. <laughs> it's not, I don't actually think about the arm all the time, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Only when I'm in combat and running into situations that maybe I should be stopping and thinking about first. Or possibly peeling metal off of the boat. I could do that too. Yeah. That too. I think he could have done that part with his, his right hand. Wait, did he do it with his yeah. right hand? Well, yeah. Cause, yeah, because he's, maybe he he's was, still a super no, soldier. He, he used his left, but maybe he was like trying to protect himself from getting Cut. like, cuts from yeah, like tetanus. Yeah, that, rusty that metal. metal looked pretty rusty. Yeah. Um, Holy rusted metal, guys. <laughs> You're not <Yeah>. Batman. <laughs> this metal Nothing is Nothing bonds folks like fixing something broken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, time for the uh, uh, the yeah. scene from yeah the shrimp boat scene from Forrest Gump. <laughs> but very importantly, very importantly, Bucky flirts with Sarah, and Sarah flirts right back. I mean, don't flirt with my sister. <laughs> it's not much of a flirt though. He's just like, "Hi, I'm Bucky." He's like, "Hi, Sarah," and then like every time he says "Hi, Sarah," Sam looks at him like, "How dare you?" Because <laughs> he doesn't really flirt much. But I was also just thinking, like, if. If he did, if he did uh, end up dating her, he could probably be more honest with Sarah about the fact that he's like 106. Absolutely. Because, yeah, because she's yeah. she's connected Sam's, to the Avengers. Sam's probably already told him. 
to already told yeah her. i mean she she's gotta have a good like awareness like I, you gotta kind of wonder, like, how much of the public knows about, you know, like, our, you know, the Avengers yeah. as a as a concert, how much they know about the team. Because some people recognize Falcon, like, you know, in the day-to-day. People walk up to him and say, hey, thanks for giving me my wife back from, you know, Thanos' yeah. evil snap. And, you know, other people recognize him. So presumably some also recognize, um, you know, Bucky Barnes, the the Winter Soldier. And so, I mean, she has to know, whereas the bartender that he wanted a date with didn't. But they probably haven't done, like, the 60 Minutes profiles. Contrast that with Leah in the first episode, who he just couldn't tell yeah. anything to. But she um, just may not, I mean, she has no connection to the Avengers, and maybe she's not that connected to the news. Like, it's just not a thing. And she doesn't recognize him. Like, maybe she's seen the Winter Soldier on TV. Maybe she's aware of, you know, this Avenger. But also, he she got a haircut. He had a haircut. You know, he's not... He's not he's, holding like a big ass like machine gun. He doesn't have the incredible eye shadow. He's slightly going more on. clean shaven. He's wearing a coat over yeah. his middle arm. So he's, got he's not that on. recognizable. And you know, even when he's honest about his age, it doesn't click. The other thing I was thinking is like that little bit of like flirtiness is that's just natural, Bucky. Yeah. That's like James Buchanan Barnes from the nineteen forties yeah. mm-hmm. being a little bit of a ladies' man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but I still got so, it. I still got that smile. But yeah, I mean, Bucky would definitely be able to be, you know, as honest as he possibly could with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know that Sam told Sarah about Isaiah Bradley because yeah. they yeah. keep talking about it. So, you know, she knows she knows shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Avengers dating pool must be for some of them rather small. It's, very it's a strange. pretty small Venn diagram, I would think. Can't, can't just hop on Tinder. This is awkward. Yeah. I am a full supporter of various combinations of Avengers polyamory. (laughs) Absolutely. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I literally saw someone refer to Sam, Bucky, Natasha, and Steve as as Cap's kooky quartet. I see them. And I love it. I know somebody who (laughs) refers to them as the barbershop quartet. Nice. Nice. Um, so now we go from, like, this bonding and talking to John just lying out his ass Yeah, to the Hoskins family. This is definitely yeah. the person that killed your son. Yeah, he's been... And I won't rest until... I wouldn't rest yeah. until that person who killed your son was dead. And again, like, as much as he's lying to Lamar's family, he's lying to himself, too. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, you know, he's got to feel. He has to feel good about that. He has to justify it. He has to feel like what he did was right. Because he, because he's Captain America. He wouldn't do something that's not right. It has to have been right. I mean, Lamar. His his ego is dependent upon it. Lamar told me, "I only ever make the right decisions." Uh, Yep. Yeah. Although I had my brain just had this thing. I'm like. You're in a sling. Shouldn't your arm have healed? Aren't you a super soldier? Oh wait, the world doesn't know you're a super soldier. That's why you're still in the sling. Hey. I don't I mean, maybe. I don't know that he necessarily would have been able to like consciously have that decision process go, but it's possible. I mean, yeah. Carly shrugged off her bullet wounds, so he should be able to as well. Yeah. John or John. The sister doesn't look like she's buying any of it. Yeah, she looks pretty mad. You know. I mean, by the end of the episode, clearly, his arm is fine. Yeah. 
But just like the mom, uh, Mrs. Hoskins, is just like, oh, John, what? He was so proud of you. He told us every day. Yeah. You know what I wanted you know. during this episode? Just to like be there. Maybe to be like John's Pokemon or something. Lion Cat from Saga. <laughs> what? <laughs> lying. Just a cat that says lies. Lying. lying. Just, okay. I just wanted it there. <laughs> Because yeah. I love lying. So since that. there was no public trial, since they, you know, since the government was not interested in like publicly airing the truth of what happened, he gets to he gets yeah. to say, yeah, he yeah, gets, he's the one who did it. He gets yeah, to decide the what the narrative is. And then he, well, he, uh, well, from here he walked as he's walking away. Like he sees the picture of himself on the wall. And, my yeah, yeah, my entire was... note for the next scene is Sharon. What Sharon, are you doing? What are you doing? What's going on? Very pretty giant art piece. Like, wow, that's cool. But then she's she's getting Batrock the Leaper out of prison so that he can kill the Falcon? So for me, like, I was like, okay, this dude's clearly speaking French and she clearly said Algeria. So I'm like, is that Batrock? And I was like, I don't know. And then later I looked and I was like, oh, the subtitles totally, totally spoiled it. Yeah. As a fan of George St. Pierre, uh, I recognized his voice. I was just like... It's Patrick the Leaper! Like, Sharon and slash Marvel, if this is intended to be a twist in the next episode that is supposed to be, like, a surprise, don't put it in your subtitles. Yeah, she's she's the... Well, no, it's it not, because at the end of the episode... No, but in the... He shows up. At, he does, but he's never named yeah. in the scene with Sharon. But if you oh, put the subtitles yeah, on, yeah, it true. says, Batrock speaking right. French. right. I mean, at least this one was handled within the episode. Look, I get that they're accurate sub. I congratulate them on having Although accurate I think, subtitles. I mean, in the we're hoping Sharon isn't actually bad camp. Um, it could be part of a CIA op. Like that could have been how she got him out. Yeah, is but, that she but, you needed know, like, him? If somebody can't hear the voice and not recognize it, then it's only fair to say that it's Batrox. You give him the same information that uh. somebody might otherwise have. Ah. Batrock. I mean, that sounds incredibly plausible. It does. Which, if, and that's why I'm like, if that's meant to be something that we don't, that we can't necessarily, that isn't necessarily foreshadowed, then don't spoil it in your, in your subtitles. Yeah, we'll see what she, what she does. I, I don't know. I mean, it's entirely possible that, like, you know, if she's sending those text messages to Carly and company about, like, you know, your time is limited, you're on, you know, you're terrorizing on borrowed time, like, part of Batrock being there might be a double cross. <laughs> Who knows? So Bucky wakes up seeing the kids playing with the shield, and it's the most adorable thing ever. There were two, so there was something <laughs> that I liked about this. So they were playing with the shield, they're having fun with it, you know, and then as soon as they're noticed... They're like, put it away, put it away, put it away, and they run. And then Bucky's like, oh, I get it now. Because it's like very much a, we're not allowed to have this. But he also sees how much it means to them. Like, these two kids, it's like the purest right. example of unbiased, like, not, like, they're young and they probably have experienced racism in their young lives, but they're still, idea like, they're pure. In that way that kids are very pure. Yeah. And it just lights up their, it just lights them up. 
there's still like there's still that hope and like you know they can look at the symbol and be like you know this is you know this represents what america should be and what it is and it's something to look up to and it's you know for them the shield's not covered in blood and you know it doesn't represent like some you know dark thing that happened to them and also like not for nothing it's it's nice that not for nothing it's nice that you know not that shields are a part of like modern military kit but a shield is something that a child can play with and they're not going to mistakenly kill themselves or someone else. There are still people harassing black creators on TikTok who are talking about the show being like, stop making everything about race. This show isn't about race. You're, it's not that deep. I'm like, what the fuck show are you watching? At, although, you know, it, it is amusing. Like, there's, like, a whole uh, uh, Twitter, like, trending hashtag about, well, not hashtag, but but some dipshit on Twitter was like, this is the worst dialogue ever. Ugh. Uh, specifically about Bucky, uh, Bucky saying, like, you know, I, I want to apologize to you for, like, I didn't, you know, Steve and I didn't, you know, when Steve told me his plan, uh, he and I didn't understand what it would meant for a black man to get the shield and, like, why you wouldn't, why you wouldn't accept it. And he's like, I, you know, I'm sorry about that. And then some dipshit on Twitter's like, "This is dumb," and I'm like, mm, "Buddy, you're dumb. Maybe you're maybe you're the dumb one, buddy." But also, like, it just kind of goes to show that like Bucky's apology was perfect. He was just very much like, "Look, I didn't understand it at the time, and now I understand. Like, I have listened to you. I understand what you were thinking and what you were going through, and I want to apologize." And I'm just like. That's how it's done. We're so used to like equivocating pe- people equivocating on apologies that we're not used to hearing. If your apology say, includes like, the "I'm sorry if you were," then it's not an apology. It the the ability to just go, yeah, I screwed up, and I'm sorry. We need to get that back. And he also says, you know, Walker's not your fault. And then he leaks a little bit of his mind. He's like, that shield feels like. Family. It's like the last bit of family that he has, and having that taken away, uh, it felt like it, yeah. he had nothing left. I have, I have Steve's book, and so I have, like, you know, cool. all of this, and I thought if I just had Steve's book, that would be enough. And then Sam gets to turn around and do his thing. He's like, you ready for some tough love? Do the work. You need, and he makes a good point about what Bucky was doing at the beginning, is like, you're stopping the wrongdoers and you're saying sorry to make yourself feel better. You're doing something that's easy for you. He made a good point. Like, you're never actually going to feel better about yourself this way. To do that, you need to, like, actually, like, go and be of service to the people that you hurt. Like, like, and I think we know that this is going to go with him going back to Yori and telling him what happened to his son. You know, it's not going to make Bucky feel great, but it's going to give closure to Yori, and that's what needs to happen. There's probably at least one person in that book. Maybe a dozen. Start with one. Start with Yori. <laughs> Good talk. Start with, start with yeah. the one we saw. <laughs> and then we get more air clear. Like, this is just, we're just clear in the air right here. Well, then it goes we have to the Sam little, like, we're just two dudes. We're a couple of dudes. We're co-workers. Yeah. We're, we're a couple, couple of dudes. dudes. Co-worker. Not, not a team. A team. Not no. a team. Ugh. We don't have dumb, our, our code names together with an and in the middle in the title of a TV show. What are you talking we about? We are connected by an and, but we are co- only because we are two people in the same title. We are not oh. a couple. Oh, you guys. You guys. You guys. 
if they do a second season, it should be called Captain Ooh, America and the That'll make some people mad. Although, you know what? You know what? I was just thinking he might not end up going by that. And my thinking on that is, A, he yeah. pissed off the Wakandans. But B, Sam also said, you have to stop looking to other people to tell you who you are. There's um, there's a TikTok creator that I, I saw a few videos of. Um, and I'm sure we'll we'll post some of the links to those. I think so. Is this Straw Hat Goofy? Um, he was really great, and he had previously um talked about Bucky and as far, as far as like him slipping back into Winter Soldier, and he was using um I think addiction related terminology for that. And there was another creator who is a trauma specialist, um, who said, "No, well, I mean, we really should be looking at this at Bucky through a trauma lens." Instead of an addiction lens, because there's very different, you know, points of that. This was very and much done to him. Yeah, it was done to him. And it's not as much about keeping him from falling back into those habits as about bringing everything together. And, and that, synthesizing. Right. And that this is this series is the first time Bucky has really had true agency for himself. And it was a, mm -hmm. it was a really great um, TikTok. So I'm sure we'll be posting some links throughout the week. So, Yeah. I'm going to post a bunch of his stuff and probably Nikki Marina's stuff, too. Good, good, good. She, I mean, she does great comedy, but she also does great commentary, especially about veterans' issues and black issues. Because, hey, she is a black veteran. Sometimes um, comedy is a really way to get those things across. So Now we get Sam and yes. Sarah, right? Yeah. He's about to, he's about to, about to paint over it. About to paint over, she's like, "No, we can't sell it." I changed my mind. We'll we can't sell. We'll figure it out. So he's, uh, he's like, "I thought I was gonna, you know, go out and change the world, but I would look in your eyes and you thought I was running away." And Sarah's like, "Don't project onto me. <laughs> That's you thought you were running yeah, away. Come on. You you literally saved half of the universe. You, you're doing good, buddy. It's okay." I, I liked that in this conversation, Sam said, "You can't win every fight." I know that, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I have to win this one. This one right here. This is, like, this boat, yeah. we need to win this one. I can let... And he ties it back to, like, history and legacy, you know, in, in the yeah. way that it connects directly to his conversation with Isaiah. Um, and, you know, and then, of course, she asked the question, like, are you gonna, are you gonna let Isaiah get in your head like that? point and you know what would be the point of all that that suffering and pain you know if i didn't stand up and fight and try so with this training montage first of all montage i love the colors that they dress him in throughout this it, it, gray yes dark red and navy blue and i'm just like oh yep. that's beautiful but also whenever yep. he's running the camera frames him with just slightly more room to his left on your left, on your left, on your left. He's running with him the whole time. Steve's with him. Steve's with him. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I. Yeah. You gotta wonder. It's like, how much are you doing that yourself? But it's like, how? How? You know, we know he's a pretty athletic guy, but it's like, how? How much? How much can you flip? How? How much flipping can you flip? Some. Can you? Yeah. How much of this? Can you flip? Can you? Can you flip? Yeah, you can do it. You do a cartwheel. You can do a cartwheel. You run and do the car. I mean, to an extent, there's probably only so much to let him do for legal yeah, reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If he were to hurt himself on a stunt, it'd be like, oh, well, yeah. production's paused. <laughs> Sorry, you're not Tom Cruise yeah. and bankrolling this entire yeah. film. 
and then his nephews are there with him and that's just like i don't know images of the future yeah like what he's doing and how that touches will... yeah touching the shield and, and all day know. yeah it's how the it's, and that's yeah part of the reason why you have to do it they're looking up to uncle sam it's yeah. like you know you, you can make yourself a representation of the country and what it can be so do it and but oof, man when he's over on when he's on the dock and he like throws it at one of the pylons, I'm just like, Don't oh, miss. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you didn't miss. <laughs> just imagine having to be like, oh shit, I gotta no, go I gotta find go it. Sw- oh. Swimming around. Um, hey, 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 Shuri, this is Sam Wilson. I'm your friend from from the Avengers. Um, do you do you think you could make me another shield? <laughs> or or you know, does it show up on a metal detector? Do you have like a vibranium magnet that I can use? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know the, the electromagnetic they do. shield bit. They, they do. do. They do. Um. So my note as we transition scenes here is no heterosexual sits like that, Carly. Well, I mean, huh? no. The they way don't. She's, sitting, she's sitting on the back of the bench is just a uh-huh. meme in the LGBTQ community that gay people can't sit properly. It's just like we are biologically they capable uh. of it. And then I found out that Aaron Kelly... Oh. Aaron, <laughs> okay. Aaron, what are you doing? Aaron, your Aaron yeah, is Carly, showing. Yeah, your actress is showing. Okay. Aaron Kellyman is gay and or she's at least queer. Oh, uh, yeah. I, and I adorable. Was, I, I saw that on social media. I saw that. Yes. I didn't realize that but, until after. I was unaware of that meme. Yes. And it, I think it's primarily applied uh, to bisexuals, really but I think it's for gay people. As but okay. Well. Um, but now, okay. now we have. Okay. Oh, if it applies to bisexuals too, then that makes my experience <laughs> make more sense. That's fine. But yeah, now we have the backtrack appears. A wild backtrack yes! appears. Backtrack, backtrack sleeper. Oh man, George St. Pierre. He's putting those acting classes to work. I think I, I want to murder Sam Wilson. I want to murder him. Oh, I want to murder him. Here are some explosives. I, I am not here I, to join a movement. Oh my god! If they, you know, this doesn't matter to most people, but if in the next episode at some point he says, "I am not impressed with your performance," <laughs> I will be so happy. Oh my god! So George Saint Pierre, gotta love him. Like he is, he's like the sweetest guy. Like he's, he was like the welterweight fighting champion yeah, in the UFC, was, like yeah. like ten years ago. Like he can really fight. Like he's a really, you know, he's a really hard guy. But he's he's from Canada, Canada, French Canadian. <laughs> Canadia, yeah, Canadian. Well, if you're French, then it becomes Canadia. Right. Um and and but he's like the sweetest guy. Like he go, you know, he's always in his suit. Like he's never been in trouble, as far as we know. And he's he's like always been sort of very supporting of other people. They because of the way the UFC works, because of the way the fight sport works, they want to create drama. Mm-hmm. They want you know f- uh, champions and fighters to <clears throat> yell at each other and be a heel or you know like play it up or like smack talk and like. They they tried in the past to force George St. Pierre to smack talk people like, you know, after after like somebody like after somebody like, uh, you know, basically won and got their shot at him as, as, you know, he was the champion. They had him like walk into the into the octagon, walk into the cage and like WWE gave him the mic. Style, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they give him they gave him the mic and and he and and his and the best he could smack talk was I uh, I was not impressed with your performance. <laughs> Okay, and I look forward uh, to fighting with you in a few months. Thank you. <laughs> and he gives him the mic back. It and it's just like, oh, George. Oh, so oh George. And he did beat the crap out of the guy when they fought. But it was a, it was really sweet. It was just like, oh, he's he can't say a mean thing. 
so throughout this scene, throughout this scene, like before they pan up and you realize where you are, I'm like, this looks yep. familiar to me. Why does this look familiar to me? You've been and there. I feel freaking dumb. I felt really dumb. I was like, is this Bryant Park? And I'm like scanning the background looking for like trying to like pinpoint things. Because that's where I used to take my lunch break. It was across from my office. So I was yeah. always <laughs> in Bryant Park. And then I saw on her phone when she signals the uh, all her yeah. folks, it says Bryant Park on her phone. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> So you can Ray, go there and have lunch where she, where she, yeah, where she's sitting. Ray, does that mean huh. you're a flag smasher? Well, you already know I do have some sympathies. I'm a sympathizer. <laughs> but I gotta oh, say, I gotta say, even in Bryant Park, if everyone got up and started walking in one direction, people would notice. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, you guys are not selfie. Yeah. Terrorism by flash mob is not exactly sneaky. <laughs> what sort of a bird is that? But but luckily, luckily that a uh, ping in New York tips Tor is off because he's been tracking the pings. Yeah. Good he's job, paying Torres. attention. Good job, Torres. I'm proud of you. All right. So we go to the the Saint. We go to Senator Joe Biden. Yeah. The optics are we what whatever we show them. Yeah. Yes, that's the definition yeah. of. Optics. I remember when they started using optics in 2017. Yeah, it was it's like, like the right people will go along. The new word of the day, and it hasn't it's gone been a, away. It's been around a long time, and it's it's been around I mean, it's longer an important than that. Part of all this stuff. I know it's been around a long time, but it like became the media buzzword, like a buzzword in 2017. Oh, yeah. I'm just like I yeah. hate this word. <laughs> yeah, because um, the optics were always shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Exactly. Uh, we were looking at this through a very streaky brown lens. So they're all arguing, and of course, it's the United States that's pushing for let's just do it. Like yeah. we don't even need to vote. Yeah, I'm like, but you we do you, by the rules. You have to vote. <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, presumably, you were there when this when this when the GRC was yeah. like was like you'll the vote. charter I mean, was don't set be, up for it. Being a like, smartass, Joe Biden. You, yeah. If you were, if you were a Senate, like if you were appointed and had to be confirmed through the Senate or whatever to be part of this council, like you would have had to. Oh man, yeah. now I'm wondering what the U.S. Senate structure would have yeah. looked like of all of Congress After, with the staff, oh, yeah. like, and then people coming back because you would have had new people voted in theoretically. So yeah, and then everybody have, like, who had been a serving Congress person, like, and then oh man, because presumably half of Congress is gone. They would have they kicked might. out all the new ones and put the old ones back in. Like based on based on what they're saying, like the Patch Act and everything that they've been doing, it tells me that they would have uh, kicked out all of the maybe, people that had been voted in. It's and entirely possible. Well, I don't know about the Senate, but considering that the House of Representatives is dependent upon population, they could have just been like, "Oh, well, here's half of you know half the House." Um, and so they yeah. did a census after Thanos snapped everyone away. Presumably, they would have redrawn the lines. By after five years, they were probably like, sort of like, all right, well, here's our new House of Representatives. We're just getting used to it. Oh shit, everybody came back. Whatever, throw out all the rules. And then Sam opens up his magic case, but we don't see what's inside of it. I, I presume it's a vibranium suit of some kind. Yeah, 
I, I, I assume it's like a vi- vibranium falcon suit. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you know, having the shield is great and all, but he's got his power, you know, he's used to using wings and flying, and that's an important part of being him. He's good at the wings. They need, he needs to have I'm those. anticipating a red, white, and blue scheme. You know, maybe a star on it somewhere. That'll be pretty good. That'll be pretty good. Yeah, and just like with WandaVision, like they tease the final look, but you don't actually get the final look till you the last episode. Yeah. Which is yeah, like these MC, like these two Disney Plus shows so far are in a way, like even though they're they're existing characters, it's kind of an origin story. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a transition story. Yeah. I mean, I like it. A metamorphosis. This, these are cocoon stories. Right, because Sam is becoming something else. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they both did. Yeah, yeah they both we, did. You know, we wrapped them up. They wrapped <laughs> themselves up in cocoons for five years and slapped their slapped <laughs> the <laughs> slapped them onto the side of a tree. They've been in hibernation. They come out and they're suddenly different. He's gonna spread his wings and fly. They're all bugs. They're all bugs. And we actually got a mid credits. We did. Real quick, though, real quick, I, so this dropped the day I started my move. So I woke up early to watch the episode before I got on the road for like six, seven hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw you guys had texted me about the mid credit scene. Yeah. So I stopped, went to Starbucks <laughs> and went into the bathroom <laughs> and while I was waiting for my coffee. I'm like, what is this mid credit scene that I missed? And it teases, a, you know, it starts, it's got a couple of hammer sounds. It's like, whoa, Iron Man? Tony Stark, and then it's very much not because it's John Walker, and I have some questions about the structural integrity of this shield that he is building. <laughs> I don't think it's that great. First of all, it's not vibranium. Second of all, those weld points are going to be weak. They're, those are weak points now. Uh, I mean, it's it's circular. You know, it's like a solid. Like presumably, he ha- he d- he domes it out, like dishes it out. Like, because as a flat shield, it would be very weak. It would, it would not be good. But I assume he dishes it out, domes it out. He treats it. You know, I think John Walker, like metal class, metal shop, was probably one of his better classes. Okay, I'm sure he likes that class. And also, we can see that his, his arm, arm is great. Good. His arm works. He's it's fine. still not vibranium. It's gonna have some problems. <laughs> no, no. It's gonna have some performance issues. <sighs> it's very heavy. I'm sure it's super heavy. <laughs> also, why are you, he's uh, using his medal of honor? <laughs> he's uh, I'm assuming uh, he's going to weld yeah. that onto there. I uh, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, he really should have listened to Val when she's like, "Don't worry about the shield. You don't need it. We don't want it." But he's but <laughs> I'm Captain America. Captain America has Captain to have a shield. America. It's like you're making this more difficult for yourself. It's like, just get a gun. You're fine. So, you don't need this. Oh, man. Yeah, but you got to imagine, like, have you? there's a lot of great, like, uh, you know, building Captain America shield, uh, like, videos on YouTube. And, you know, like, uh, a lot of, most of them are, like, you know, just doing the metalwork of making the shield, which is hard enough. But there's, like, this one guy uh, who calls himself the Hacksmith. I think he's in Canada. But he's, like, may, he, like... Uh, his, his, his channel and his videos are all about like, you know, you know, these things in like comic book movies and science fiction movies 
trying to make them and make them real. You might have seen some of them online, like he did like one where it's like a, a lightsaber, but it's like this giant battery pack and like this arc welding thing. And like, it's, you know, it's, Sounds it's, heavy. it's horrifying. And it's like, dude, please don't kill yourself. But he can chop through things with it, like with his fire blade. <laughs> uh, and one of the things he did was make an electromagnetic uh, um, Captain America shield. He had somebody else do the metalwork to make the shield, but he made like a gauntlet mm-hmm. that had like these industrial strength electromagnets that like, you know, holds like 40,000, you know, like thousands of pounds. Like he would attach himself to a forklift and it would like lift him up and like people would throw the shield at him and he can catch it on his like electromagnetic thing. I don't think that John is going to bother with the electromagnets, but. Uh... I was remembering, <laughs> um, I was remembering during the training montage that in the beginning of Age of Ultron. Um, you see that like Steve has gotten some like magnet things on yeah. his on his gauntlets that Star-tech. he's now using to like, you know, catch help catch yeah. the shield. And I was like, everybody should have that. That would probably save your hands a lot yeah. of pain. That's pretty cool. Sam, when you are done doing your cartwheels and yeah. flips in the in your backyard. Maybe the Wakandan sent him that. Yeah. So the finale's gonna be a ride. You know, we're definitely, there's definitely going to be, like, a hostage situation, and John's going to show up at the worst possible moment. Yep, they need him to be U.S. agent at some point. Oh, yeah, and then he can become friends with Zemo. <laughs> no, Zemo, Zemo, Zemo will take joy. Zemo in will have so him. much joy in just completely <laughs> fucking with him. Good. I want Zemo to be entertained. I'm sorry. I imagine there will be a lot of money on that. (laughs) Me too. We will be back next week for the finale. If you have enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe. All those fun things that make us do better on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Uh, If you enjoy the sound of me and Chris's voice, please listen to Geek by Night, where I think we also recently had an episode where we talked about team up moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and if you only like my voice, you can listen to me on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, where we talk about the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies from the 1990s, one minute at a time, except for the third one, which we talk about three minutes at a time because it sucks. But not our podcast. It's actually great. All right. Well, listeners, until next week. One more week. Don't join an international terrorist organization. No, don't. Oh, man. Excelsior!